Hey everyone, this is the Tripwire Podcast. I'm your host, Zach at FF Tuba Batman, and I am back with my crew finally. After a, a week hiatus, we have Steve Lawson at FF by Committee, and we have Alex, the newly married man at Alex Mateo94. Welcome back. Congratulations. Excited to have you guys on the show. Last week it was just me talking. Uh, I'm sure everyone enjoyed that, but I'm very <laughs> happy to have you guys back on with me. I don't like to do all the talking. That's I am I super psyched to be back, man. I'm just ready to talk football. It's been uh, too long since I've gotten back with my podcasting boys. So let's get to it. Yeah, it feels feels great to be back. Been a few hectic weeks I've been on getting the wedding all situated. But now it's back to reality, back to the grind, back to fantasy football. Awesome. For those of you tuning in, uh, this could be on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if you are on any of those platforms, go ahead, like, share, subscribe on YouTube. We have a lot of great content coming out. We have the Triple Play Fantasy Main Show is on Tuesdays for football at 6.30. So go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss that. If you guys have any questions while you're watching, feel free to leave a comment uh, on YouTube or Facebook, and we will answer those questions during the show. Now, typically, we are always live at 8 p.m. like we are Monday night. There's normally not a football game going on right now while we are recording. Um, it's usually right before the Monday Night Football game. We get a double dip tonight. So some of the players we'll be talking about could be in the game's plan right now that we just can't uh, give you information on. And if you would like to listen to us on a podcast, we are on the Triple Play Fantasy Football podcast feed, and it'll drop as soon as we finish tonight. All right, guys. So also, I apologize if you hear any thunder in the background. We have a wonderful Florida thunderstorm going on right now. But we're going to get right into... The waiver wire. So this is already week three, which is insane. Hopefully you guys are 2-0 and out there. But if you're 0-2, this is how you change it, by making moves on the waiver wire to start getting those wins. So we were talking about sleeper, uh, under 50% rostered, and we'll get right to it. Quarterbacks, number one, Carson Wentz, 19% rostered. I recommend you spend about 20% fab on him. Number two, Jimmy Garoppolo, 7% rostered. I'm going about 10% fab. Jameis Winston coming in at number three. He's 50% roster, so just meeting that threshold. I would still go about 10% fab. Then we have Jared Goff at number four. Now we're really scraping the barrel. 19% rostered. I would not spend any money on him. Just throwing a $0 bid. And then number five, Marcus Mariota. He is 17% rostered. Again, just throwing in a $0 bid for him. So I wanted to highlight Carson Wentz uh, because who saw this coming? So he's averaging 43.5 attempts per game, so you love that. He's got great offensive weapons with all his receivers and Antonio Gibson. Shout out to Steve. And his team has a below average defense, which forces them to throw way more because they need to play catch up. At one point, they were down 22 uh, nothing in week two. And can you believe it or not? He is tied for the league lead in passing touchdowns right now with seven. Um, and I understand Josh Allen is playing right now, so that could change. But as of our recording, he is tied at seven. So I like. Carson Wentz, I mean, I think he's going to be a top 12 quarterback as long as uh, this defense keeps playing like that. His offensive weapons look great. So if you need a quarterback or if your guy has been struggling, not splashing a ton of cash, but go ahead, go get yourself some Carson Wentz. And then the other one I want to highlight was Jimmy Garoppolo. So unfortunately, Trey Lance suffered a season-ending injury, uh, which sucks to see. We we're very excited to see what he could do this year. But now Garoppolo steps right in. It's a great offensive scheme. Talented offensive weapons. We already know Jimmy G is not special. Sorry, Jimmy G. Um, but he is probably your best bet 
of all the low roster quarterbacks if you need a QB right now. So splashing a little bit, maybe 10% on Jimmy G. Don't go crazy. All right, Alex, tell me about the running backs. Who are you picking up this week? All right, so first off, just got to lead with running back is very thin already on the waiver wire. You got Jeff Wilson. He would be my top priority back. He is 19% rostered, and I would spend any fab that I have left on him. Then Raheem Moster at number two, he's 48% rostered, and I'd probably spend a little less than half of my fab, maybe 30 to 40%. Then Tyler Algier, he's 45% rostered as well, and I'd spend 10% fab. Eno Benjamin and Daryl Williams, the two Cardinals backs with James Conner being out, they're rostered 13 and 11% respectively, and I wouldn't spend more than 2 $3 on either of them. And then lastly, just to complete a list of five, Jamal Williams, he has not looked awful so far, but he would be a $0 bid, and he's rostered in 45.5% of the leagues. Zero on Jamal Williams? I would. He'd be, he'd be a sneaky, he'd be a, a just-in-case type of roster pickup. Like if you have oh, so he's Jeff getting, Wilson, all who, those goal line carries. I don't know. That's that's hot. That's a hot take. I mean, he hasn't done much with them. It's, so I, I guess Jeff Wilson, who I'm looking to highlight right now, he'd be my top priority. I would be willing to spend any fab I have left on him. Both games, he's seen double digit opportunities. This past week, he saw 20 opportunities. We all know. Elijah Mitchell's on IR. And now Tyrion Davis-Price is out for at least two to three weeks with a high ankle sprain. He's not going to come back the same. And we've seen it when Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. We've seen guys get hurt in the Shanahan offense. And it's just next man up. And when that guy comes back, they don't get their job. The way he's already giving Wilson the opportunities this year, the way he did last year when he was healthy, I would not be shocked if Jeff Wilson, ironically enough, Elijah Mitchell's Elijah Mitchell this year. And then the, the irony there, former 49ers running back Raheem Mostert <laughs> rostered 48%, and I'd use about 35% of the fab in that wonderful shootout against Baltimore. He out... He saw more opportunities than Chase Edmonds, 14 to 8, including the same amount of targets. He was an efficient runner yesterday. And he does have familiarity with Mike McDaniel, both coming from San Fran. If there gets to the point where they're in negative game scripts, as we saw over the weekend, it does appear that he's more willing to give Mostert that shot early on versus Edmonds. So if you can take advantage of that and get a sneaky flex, if you lose a guy or two early on in the year couldn't save you a week or two awesome yeah and i wanted to throw up a comment from our buddy uh, christian crespo over with triple play fantasy he's uh, a cowboys fan like myself saying the cooper rush disrespect is real i appreciate cooper, uh christian i love cooper getting us a win i'm wearing my cowboys jersey micah parsons but uh do not spend any money on on cooper rush there's, there's still plenty of better quarterbacks out there and as defenses get more tape on him, uh, his magic will quickly disappear. Cooper Rush doesn't do, doesn't respect Cooper Rush, so let's let's just put that right to bed right there. So yeah. <laughs> so with Rush. that, we're gonna move right into the wide receivers. 
So this is probably the most exciting group as typically. Uh, I also have a huge problem with it, so we're going to have to talk. Uh, All right. With this one. Cool. So my first one, Curtis Samuel, 12% rostered. I'm dropping like 40% fab. Uh, you can go a little higher if you really need a wide receiver. Number two, Joshua Palmer. He's been a mainstay on this list for a while now, 29% rostered. I'm going like 10% fab. Number three, Jacoby Myers, uh, 40% rostered. Again, about 10% fab. Number four, Isaiah McKenzie. He is playing right now as we are recording. 45% rostered. Again, about 10% fab. And then finally, number five, Sterling Shepard. He is 5% rostered. And I would be spending less than 5% fab on him. So who who is your issue before I go into talking about him? Uh, my issue is definitely Jacoby Myers. And it's not so much that you have him on here. It's the disrespect you've shown Jacoby Myers here. It's the disrespect that you'd only spend 10% of fab on him. Only 10%? The man is absolutely a starter in fantasy. 100%. You stick this man in your flex and you know what you're getting. You get a nice safe floor at around 10 points. You're going to just love having Jacoby Myers. If I were you or if I were anybody that he's available in your league, I'd take the Jeff Wilson approach to him and throw it all on Jacoby Myers and make sure that you lock down that flex position for the rest of the year. I get what you're saying. You can enjoy your your, your safe your safe play. I respect it. Um, but for me, I, I don't know. I just like to pick up more upside. Did you see him line. in that Steelers game? Did you see how good he was? Dominant. Dominant. So dominant, he still can't get in the end zone. He's allergic. <laughs> um, That's because Mac Jones is bad. That's not a Jacoby Myers issue. Well, his quarterback's not going to change. So um, Curtis Samuel, number one, he's an easy one for me. I thought week one could have been a mirage. Um, nope. Uh, so he has a 71% snap share in week one, and then an 89% snap share in week two. Leads his team with 20 targets for a 22.9% snap share. And it's not even close. Uh, McLaurin is at 12 targets right now. So again, small sample size. We're talking two games. But I love that much work going to Samuel. So he's tied for fourth most receptions in the NFL with 15. And he leads the NFL in yards after uh, catch through two weeks with 87 yards. That will probably change as Just- Justin Jefferson plays tonight. Um, but as of right now, through two weeks, he is tie, uh, leading the league. And then he is also getting manufactured touches with five carries over the first two weeks for a total of 38 yards. Uh, that coaching staff wants to just get him the ball. So if you need a playmaker coming off the waiver wire, Curtis Samuel is your guy. And then just to kind of highlight Jacoby Myers, uh, as Steve already brought up, he is playing very well. He has a 29.7% target share through two weeks, which you love to see um, as a player you're getting off the waiver wire. And he had a 39% target share in week two, which is incredible, but that's uh, still only 13. Well, I shouldn't say only 13 targets. 13 targets is phenomenal, Um, but that was nine receptions for 95 yards. So as Steve said, it's a, he is a good safe floor player. If that's what you need on your roster um, for your flex spot, especially in a PPR league. If, if we were talking standard or non PPR or half PPR, Jacoby Myers does lose a lot of value. Um, because he's not catching those touchdowns typically. But in a PPR league, as Steve said, he is very safe. And I don't say that in a derogatory way. I mean, he does have a very safe floor, which depending on how you construct your roster, that might be exactly what you need. Um, and we're going to kick it over to tight ends with Steve. So, Steve, who are your top five 
waiver wire tight ends. Yeah, so the tight end position this year, um, it turns out I thought it was a deep position, and it turns out there's absolutely no tight ends almost that you want to roster this year. They're almost all trash outside of Mark Andrews right now. And like George and uh Travis Kelsey's doing okay, but we saw him boom week one and then kind of like fizzle week two. Um, if you listen to what I said and you listen to my preseason advice, you took Kyle Pitts, and I apologize. I'm going to try to fix that error right here, right now. So, my first guy would be Evan Ingram. He's 15% rostered. Uh, I'd spend about 10% of fab because no one's going to get him, uh, and I think that's a great pick right there. Tyler Conklin, 8% rostered. I'd spend about 2% fab. Uh, Hayden Hurst, 27% rostered. That's about 3% fab or about 3 bucks because 100 bucks is usually what you get for fab. Number four, a guy I like this offseason, and I still like going forward, David Njoku, 43% rostered. And then finally, it's Juwan Johnson, and I wouldn't spend anything on him. You'll get him for free. So let's talk about Evan Ingram, and let's talk about why I want you to go get Evan Ingram. Because he has 12 targets this year, but 11 catches. When you're catching almost everything thrown your way, you're going to get more stuff thrown your way. Doug Peterson likes to throw to the tight ends. He's going to scheme this guy open, and this guy is continuing to catch the ball. So for the guy who had no hands and he was a drop magnet and all that stuff, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter because there's not that many good options in Jacksonville. I don't care what you say. Marvin Jones isn't a good wide receiver. Zay Jones isn't a good wide receiver. Almost anyone with the last name Jones in the NFL is not a good wide receiver right now. So Evan Ingram is the guy that you want to go get off the waiver wire. He's absolutely someone that could be a league winner as the year progresses, and he gets more of a rapport with Trevor Lawrence. Now, David Njoku, yes, he started slow. Let's get that right out of the way. But he's seen an increase in snap percentage and targets over the first two weeks. He's going to get more time with Jacoby Brissett. He's going to get more targets as, you know, things start to flow into place. They're going to have to start throwing eventually because they're going to start playing teams with actually decent offenses. And eventually Deshaun Watson's going to come back. We know that. It's official. It's done. He's coming back. And... Deshaun Watson knows how to use a tight end, especially an athletic tight end like David Njoku. Expect the targets to continue to rise. Expect the snap share to continue to rise. And expect the points to come. And go get yourself David Njoku. I love it. And we've repeated this name, or at least I have now for like three weeks in a row. But the DST stream of the week, drumroll is still the Cleveland Browns. Because they are only about 22% rostered still. And... They have another juicy matchup going against the Pittsburgh Steelers, which you may think, oh, no, they have so many good offensive weapons, which is true. But they also have Trubisky as their quarterback. So that nullifies their offensive weapons. Yeah. And uh, that terrible offensive line still. I cannot believe that he's as bad at this point. Put it's time to put Pickett in. You've seen what he can do. You can't get five turnovers handed to you and put up 20 points and almost lose week one. And then against the Patriots, like. With their D2 safety being their best defensive player, you couldn't put up any points. And that's a New England fan. I'm from New England. I know we suck. And you couldn't do <laughs> shit? Like, come on. Like, let's let's call yeah. it what it is. Trubisky is trash. And I'd say Miles that. Garrett, yeah, Miles Garrett could get four sacks next week. So go ahead and pick up yourself some Cleveland Browns if you have not already. But hopefully you have because you've been listening to us uh, for the last three weeks. All right. So now... We have a new segment now that we're going into week three. We're going to be calling it Who is Droppable? So this is a little game for you all. Rapid fire. 
just say yes or no. These guys are all rostered in at least 50% of leagues. You're going to tell me, would you drop them this week? You don't have to tell me who you drop them for. Think of it as a basic, your most basic league. Uh, would you drop this player? We're going to start off spicy. Quarterback, Russell Wilson, 96% rostered. Are you dropping Russell Wilson? Yes. No. Quarterback, Justin Fields, 60% rostered. Yes. No. Running back, James Cook, who's playing right now, 83% rostered. No. No. Wide receiver, Robert Woods, who's also playing right now, 84% rostered. Yes. Uh, yes, I would. All right. Wide receiver, George Pickens, 80% rostered. Yes. Yeah. Wide receiver, Chase Claypool, 80% rostered. No. Uh, I'd say no. Yeah, I agree. Wide receiver, Kadarius Toney, 76% rostered. Yes. Uh, No. (laughs) Wide receiver, Sky Moore, 71% rostered. Yes. Yes. Wide receiver, MVS, 69% rostered. Yes. Wide receiver, Romeo Dobbs, 53% rostered. No. Yeah, I wouldn't yet. Tight end, Cole Komet, 82% rostered. Yes. That hurts. That one hurts. (laughs) Tight end, Mike Asicki, 74% rostered. No. No. And finally, tight end, Albert O, 73% rostered. Yes. Yes. If I'm dropping Russ, I'm dropping Albert O. (laughs) (laughs) That was a fun one. Some of those are tricky for you guys, and that's the point. As you guys are making moves, if you're picking players up that we're suggesting, you have to drop some players. So depending on who's your bench, I know it can get tough. Do not get locked onto your roster. Um, Just because you drafted them doesn't mean they were the right pick. So if things aren't going well for them, it's not turning the right direction, it's okay to cut bait. Now I will say with rookie players, if you really like them and you believe in the talent, you have to give them time. Let's not forget, he's playing tonight, Justin Jefferson. How many people dropped him his rookie year after two weeks? And then he blew up week three and then set records his rookie season. So you got to give it time. But if you don't believe in a player, go ahead and ship him out. Wait, Zach, is Justin Jefferson playing tonight? Uh, well, he's playing with Jalen Ray- Rager. Uh, but, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He, he was drafted How many times are we going to hear Jefferson. that? How many times oh, are we going to hear that? You already that? know. The broadcast is – I was telling my wife this. The broadcast is going to start off like this. They're going to mention – the NFC Championship game, because it's the last time Minnesota came in primetime, for about 12 and a half seconds. That's it. That's all we're going to hear of it. Then they're going to show Justin Jefferson doing the gritty everywhere. Then they're going to show the Eagles picking Jalen Rager, and then Minnesota laughing. Then they're going to say, oh, how the Eagles traded for Jalen Rager. Then it's going to be what the Vikings special teams coach said about how Rager's thick, stocky, the type of guy he wants, and ready to have him return in punts. And then Rager's going to return a punt against us for a touchdown, and he is going to get booed so loud the upper deck will crumble. And for those of you who don't know, if you if you haven't figured it out by now, Alex is a diehard Eagles fan, and he does not take those terrible <laughs> draft picks personally whatsoever. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm I'm okay now. We got Jalen Hurts, so I'm okay. <laughs> and AJ Brown. <laughs> Yeah, you got AJ Brown. That's the good. Godfather stack. There you go. Well, thank you guys for joining me this week. So for those of you out there listening, we are here every Monday night through the season, 8 p.m. to get you ready for your 
waiver wire as quick as we can get it out. So that way you can start making those moves now before typically your waivers drop Wednesday morning or overnight. Again, we are part of the Triple Play Fantasy family, also part of the Fantasy Points Media Group. We are on the Twitter at the Trip Wire Pod. You can follow all of us. All of our uh, handles are on here. So at, at FF Jupa Batman, at FF by Committee, at Alex Mateo94. You can find us on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitter, as well as on the Triple Play Fantasy podcast feed. So thank you all tonight. Have a great one. Enjoy your football. Hopefully we can get you guys a 3-0. Take care, guys. Go Birds.